When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hi friends, happy Wednesday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today I am answering one of your questions called into the podcast phone line, but first today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today is that I felt really supported yesterday on a pretty hard day for me, even though most of my friends live afar. I had on unknowingly worn earrings that one of my really good friends sent me right after my dad died last year. And I kind of had this moment of realizing like I was wearing those earrings. I felt really supported. Another friend had sent me like this blanket and I just wrapped myself up in that blanket. My assistant Jenny sent over flowers and bath bombs and I just felt like really held and really loved on a hard day. My thorn is that both my therapist and my lovely type four husband reminded me that I can't schedule in time for grieving as I was trying to do that it's just going to happen this week and maybe even this month and that I will likely have to lower my expectations of what I export or kind of my standards for things as I allow myself to feel and be in my emotions. I had kind of this way of thinking about it where I was like, okay, I'm dedicating all of Monday afternoon and evening to my feelings and then we will bounce right back and I had like a long list of things to do today. And it was kind of just like this moment of, oh yeah, that's not, that's not it. That's not what we're doing. But my bud is that you all sent in so many amazing questions and I'm getting into them and it's going to be so much fun for me to go in and answer them every week. Thank you so much for being here, for listening to the podcast and for being an active participant in what we're doing. I'm over the moon that you all are on the other end of this hanging out with me. So without further ado, let's hear today's question. Hi, Sarah Jane. Thank you so much for the work that you're doing. So my question is about uh, inner child work. I've re-listened to that episode a couple of times, that one in the soul child episode, and I've shared it with a couple of people. Like it's it's been something that I've thought about a lot, and as a type 9, it's kind of helped me feel more clarity about, I guess, how I, how I was raised or how what I experienced as a child. But as a parent of small children, it gives me a little bit of anxiety thinking about, like, these are all the ways that I could potentially screw up my kids. And I guess my question is, like, how do you hold those things together like trying to be a good parent but also not like putting too much pressure on yourself to be perfect while also knowing that I think no matter what your kids are going to end up wounded anyways that was really long-winded thanks so much for listening thank you so much for sending that in I just want to say first I've 
spin there. Like we can overthink anything. It is the Enneagram, right? Like if I can get into my head and end up in like a little bit of a doomed if I do, doomed if I don't kind of spiral, the Enneagram is is just the best, best little place for me to land there. Now, that being said, obviously we know our kids are going to be wounded just like all of us have been wounded, right? And you, you know that. However, all that we can really do is decide who we want to be and do it on purpose. So what kind of parent do you want to be? Do you want to practice gentle parenting? Do you want to practice conscious parenting? You know, decide what kind of parenting style fits you best and do it on purpose. And we do have a series on parent-child relationships coming up after the series that we're doing on the lines of stress and rest. So that can be helpful as you explore kind of what kind of parent do I want to be? What are even the parenting types that are out there? What does that look like? We're going to go into that, but yeah, we're going to screw them up. Like that's guaranteed. But here are the two things that I find the most helpful when I remember that. The first is that The wounds in the Enneagram, in my opinion, are the things that we are predisposed to be sensitive to. So they're already there. Like we will reinforce them no matter what we do. As a nine, you will find evidence that you need to be less of yourself in everything if you're looking for it. And as a seven, I will find evidence that there is no room for my emotional pain everywhere that I go if I'm looking for it. That we're kind of born predisposed to that sensitivity. So it's not really necessarily that our parents are doing this to us more so that we're experiencing everything through the lens of what we already think we're not allowed to be. I don't have like full on like evidence that this is the case. I think there's a lot of debate around nature versus nurture, but in my opinion, it's a real strong combination between the two. We're predisposed to be sensitive to it. And then the circumstances in our lives kind of remind us or give us the evidence that we were right to be afraid of that thing or to be conscious of that thing. I kind of think about this in terms of our siblings, right? Like you have siblings, you've all lived a very similar life and you have likely very different Enneagram types. And that comes, in my opinion, that's because you are sensitive to different things. You have the same parents, but you had different experiences with those parents because you were looking for different justifications or solidifications that you did need to limit yourself in this one specific way. The reason that I find this relieving is that it really takes a lot of pressure off the parent, right? It's kind of like, yeah, they're gonna be sensitive to something. This is gonna be their worldview and all we can do is kind of help them to more gently engage with that. Which brings me to point two, the second thing that brings me relief when I think about this, and that is that our children learn more from what we do and how we live our lives than from what we try to teach them. So your personal growth journey, your healing of wounds, your ability to love yourself and tend to yourself well will teach your children the same skills, likely younger than you learned them. And they will be able to walk through their inevitable woundings much more gently than you have been up to this point because they're seeing you do it much sooner. And it's not because you've taught them how, but because you've done it for yourself and they watched it go down. The other thing I love to ask myself in these situations is, where's my type pattern showing up here? Is there a possibility that even some element of nineness shows up in this conversation for you? An invitation to stay small, being heard. Like the less I do, maybe the less I disrupt, the less I show up, the less I 
push, create boundaries or advocate for myself, then the less I'm going to screw these kids up, right? There's kind of that. Now, just to be clear, like this is a universal experience. Like I think all parents have that fear of like, how am I going to wound my child? But asking how our type pattern shows up in this is always a helpful question as we navigate moving through something new, you know, as a seven, do I feel like I need my kids to be happy all the time or I have failed them? That's an important question for me to constantly ask myself. Or if my kids are wounded by me, does that mean that I didn't teach them positive thinking? Does that mean that I didn't teach them how to rally with their pain or I let them wallow too much? That's my type pattern talking. That's not my conscious self talking. So all of this to say, you're right. It's inevitable. They're going to have a wound. It's going to happen. And we can kind of pull back and say, what kind of parent do I want to be? What kind of life do I want to live? I'm going to do those things on purpose and I'm going to release control of the outcome because I think all that we can really do is show up in the world the way that we hope to do in integrity with how we believe we and how we hope to be just Put the effort in being that person, forgive ourselves when we fall short, apologize when we fall short, and that is all we can control, right? That is the most we can do. I hope that this is helpful. Thank you so much for sending your question in. For those listening, if you have Enneagram questions you would like answered, call them into 828-338-9127 and we'll answer yours on a Wednesday as well. As always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you and I will see you tomorrow for the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.